Eleanor, I know you, much like myself, have been waiting, waiting for another Disney episode of Internet Urban Legends. And we're back, baby. This creepy case will definitely have us wanting to dive deep into the darkest corners of the internet, as well as the hidden secrets that Disney doesn't want us to see. Loey, we are like one episode away from becoming freaking urban explorers, okay? <laughs> Though I think between the two of us, we will keep it on line. I love everything Disney, and especially when Disney gets creepy and a little disturbing. And today's story is definitely that. It's one of both of our favorites. So this is our first, I think, true blue IUL overlap between our interests. Oh, brace yourselves, ladies and gents and non-binary friends for the bizarre because we are looking into the 400-pound kidnapping of the animatronic Buzzy that disappeared from Disney World without a trace. Mm, I have goosebumps. I love it. Welcome to Internet Urban Legends, a Spotify original from Parcast. I'm Loie, your evidence expert. I got my Mickey ears on and I am ready to party. I'm Eleanor, uh, usually a skeptic, although right now I'm wearing a Universal Studios hat. So we got a rivalry going on. I know, though I do love Disney. So (laughs) here for all of this. Battle of the theme parks. Yes. Together, we are the Gruesome Twosome and this is Internet Urban Legends, where we dive deep into the darkest corners of the internet. We might find the answers we're looking for, or we might just scare ourselves into staying up all night. But one thing is for sure, we are glad to have you guys along for the ride. You're in our little ride vehicle today. As we move through, it's a small world of thievery and crime. Oh, today's story has it all, baby. It has thievery. It has the lore of a 400-pound animatronic stolen from Disney right before it was archived, and so much more. This is the most fascinating story because I think it really shows, with all due respect, Disney, I love you so much. Like, nobody has any idea what the hell's going on. The fact that they could just lose a 400-pound priceless animatronic, and we still do not know where it is, is insane to me. Because to me, Disney is like this incredible entity that knows everything. I think they know, not even know so much, but they're running so many things at once that when they discard these old set pieces, these old animatronics, they literally do just kind of end up in these wastelands ripe for the plucking. Unsuspecting. Oh, my heart goes out to to old Buzzy. (laughs) Free our man Buzzy. And if you guys at home are not familiar with the story, buckle up because it is wild. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. Forget dark alleys and cemeteries. For some, the gym is the scariest place of all, but it doesn't have to be. With a personalized plan and expert coaching, Anytime Fitness can help make the gym less frightening. Get more for your gym membership than machines. Get personalized support anytime, anywhere. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. See website for details. It feels like we're all being told to go on this diet, take that supplement. Ozempic will give you depression, but you know what'll cure that? Weed. Or you could try to balance your hormones. At Science Versus, we're like, what the f*** is going on? 
Forget the crap online and listen to Science Versus. Just the facts. Oh, and a bunch of stupid jokes. What is a ghost's favorite fruit? Booberries. That's Science VS. New season out on Spotify soon. First and foremost, you have to fall in love with Buzzy like the rest of us. So, Buzzy is the main character of a former Epcot attraction called Cranium Command. Now, Cranium Command was based on, like, the story of this military-like organization with a weird, humorous twist. And this military organization in Cranium Command, they find individuals, one of them being Buzzy, of course, to pilot human brains and teach us, the humans, how to navigate life. Now, Buzzy was, of course, one of those pilots, and he was assigned to the most unstable craft in the fleet, the adolescent boy. (laughs) Burn. (laughs) So basically, Buzzy is like trying to help him through adolescence by staying calm to deal with stress. And Buzzy is the main character of Cranium Command. He is the cutest little button you have ever seen. He looks like Theodore from Alvin and the Chipmunks, right? He does. He really does. He's just a tiny little guy. Just a little guy. He's wearing his cute little pilot jacket and a green hat, and he's got on his headset. And I mean, he's an impressive-looking animatronic. Yeah, he's big. Like, a 400-pound animatronic is not small. Cranium Command and Body Wars. Body Wars was the ride that sort of went hand-in-hand with Cranium Command. It had the same idea of people, like, flying through the body. But Body Wars was, like, way more intense. And, of course, it's like a like a ride through the body. It was in, like, the same section of the park, right? Yes. So that's what I was going to say. They were both in the Wonders of Life pavilion. The pavilion, right. The pavilion wasn't doing well, especially around, like, early 2000s. Cranium Command and Body Wars, they just weren't pulling in the numbers, you know? And the Wonders of Life Pavilion was just not doing well. So Disney made the decision to close. When it was closed in 2007, it was not actually taken down. What is so crazy is that they just removed, like, labels from the maps and put curtains over the signs. And one might assume that behind the scenes, Disney is slowly working to dismantle this so that that very valuable real estate within Epcot is being, like, transformed into something new. But the Wonders of Life Pavilion ended up just being used for the Epcot Food Festival, which, oh, my God, I miss it so bad. I'm starving right now. There is definitely a rumble that can be heard on this mic probably throughout this entire episode. I'm so ready to go back to the Epcot Food Festival. So this space was being used for the food festival, but little did people know at the time, directly behind them, and I'm talking just beyond a set of curtains, baby, just beyond a little peek behind a set of curtains, was the entire Cranium Command show. They were holding the Epcot Food Festival, basically having the building for Cranium Command as just space for this, and they had not started dismantling the attraction at all. So Buzzy is just sitting back there in the dark, our little guy, just hanging out by himself in the dark. That is interesting, though, that Disney, like, doesn't spend any manpower or money taking down these huge-scale attractions, I guess, until they need the space for something else. Well, word starts getting out uh, to urban explorers who are people who do what we all wish we could, pretty much, uh, who sneak around off-limit areas of Disney. And, of course, it does not just relate to Disney, but for the purposes of this story, we're talking about Disney urban explorers. 
And usually they'll post their findings to social media. So urban explorers are poking around. They're like, where's Buzzy? Where's he at? What's going on in here? Why is Cranium Command not dismantled? So people, of course, saw him. And as time went on and more and more urban explorers are checking in on this, you have to think that's the only documentation that we have of what was happening with the right at this time. There was very little work being done to dismantle it. Buzzy was just chilling in the dark still. It is weird that Disney didn't have their finger on the pulse of the internet to know that people had figured out he was there and to take him down then, right? Well, yes, because Buzzy sat there for a decade. (gasps) The ride closed in 2007. Buzzy sat there for a decade. Buzzy, oh my God, that's such a worse fate. He probably loved being stolen, genuinely. Fresh air. (laughs) I guess that people have quoted that this animatronic is worth like $400,000, which is important to know later. But there is no price tag you can put on him. (laughs) He is one of a kind. The passion in your voice and in your face is so palpable. Buzzy home. (laughs) Bring my boy home. Gritting your teeth. He's priceless. (laughs) I'm like, he's so good. So it's how I talk about my dogs. I'm like, oh, they're so good. I love them so much. (laughs) So my poor man Buzzy, over time, of course, urban explorers are like, damn, he's seen better days. He's starting to deteriorate. He's not looking so good. Animatronics require a lot of upkeep, and Disney certainly was not putting in work for an animatronic that wasn't seeing the light of day. So in 2017, because (laughs) there are urban explorers coming in and out, Disney began to light up Buzzy 24-7. So behind the curtains, there's just like a spotlight on a lone Buzzy in the dark. On his slowly decaying body. Can you even comprehend that image in your mind? Because I can't. Oh my God. His misery on display. Disney, you are twisted. So is that to deter robbery? I mean, I think that it would encourage it. Because, like, now you can just see him so clearly. But at this point, when he starts being lit up 24-7, he's now been red-tagged. It basically means that something is going to be preserved for the Disney archives. Okay. So Buzzy was said to not be destroyed on his red tag as he would be archived for Disney's just purpose. I mean, probably put into, like, their D23 Expo or something like that. So somebody was going to start taking care of Buzzy essentially, is what I'm hearing. Yes. The ride was slowly being dismantled. Chairs are being put away. Slowly but surely, everything is being dismantled. Probably some of it destroyed. Probably some of it reused for other purposes. But Buzzy remained just fully lit up with his little red tag that said, don't destroy. But in early 2018, Buzzy was wearing new clothes and he looked a ton better. Like, it really looked like someone had started cleaning him up. He had been sitting there For 11 years at this point, my poor man in the dark, just like... So at this point, he's still behind a curtain. Yes. So the only reason we know he's been refurbished is because urban explorers are still taking photos of him lit up by the spotlight. And that's why we know Buzzy got a makeover. Okay. Cute. Yeah. This was not like something that Disney was publicizing. And you would really think that with the amount of urban explorers doing their thing and how many people knew that that animatronic was just abandoned backstage, they would have done more to remove him, but they didn't. So August of 2018, we notice he's been cleaned up. He looks better. He's got some new threads. Buzzy's looking good. Chef's kiss. 
By December of 2018, Buzzy was gone. Dun, dun, dun. And up next, we are going to be diving deep into the theories of what happened to Buzzy. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. Forget dark alleys and cemeteries. For some, the gym is the scariest place of all. But it doesn't have to be. With a personalized plan and expert coaching, Anytime Fitness can help make the gym less frightening. Get more for your gym membership than machines. Get personalized support anytime, anywhere. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. See website for details. I left you all on a cliffhanger there. Buzzy was gone. He was gone. In December 2018, he was gone. But people were like, okay, it was red tagged. Was he just removed for the archives? What's going on? How was it discovered he was gone? Did somebody like urban explore and saw that the spotlight was lighting up nothing? I think that how people found out that he was gone is that a police report actually surfaced. And this police report was documented uh, by Disney saying that Buzzy had been stolen. Now, in the police report, of course, it says that his clothes and his hands, his poor little grubby hands, they were stolen from him. Was the rest of him not stolen? According to this police report, that was the only thing that was documented as stolen. So urban explorers are like, hmm, we should check in on Buzzy. Like, what happened? So urban explorers go backstage and they find that Buzzy himself is just gone. That's how we find out that Buzzy is gone because a police report surfaces. It's like, hey, someone stole his clothes and his hands and whatever. So urban explorers are like, okay, they go backstage to go check it out. Buzzy is gone. But they don't think that like, if Buzzy's hands had been stolen, that Disney wouldn't have removed the rest of Buzzy from the spotlight where he was stolen. You have to remember, he was suspended so high in the air, like this 400 pound animatronic. And the scene of the crime was brutal. It was awful. He had been cut out really messily. It was like a hack job from what I understand. There was hydraulic fluid absolutely everywhere, which- This is so comical. I'm sorry. I'm just picturing like the literal crime scene. Buzzy with the hydraulic fuel. His blood on the ground. I mean, like what if the thief cut Buzzy down? (gasps) Oh. But then, like, the thief couldn't bring out a 400-pound animatronic because, like, how do you sneak that out of a park? I have heard a couple theories. I'm sure we'll talk about them in a little bit. But Mm, yes, maybe he only took the hands and the clothes because that's what would fit in, like, a bag that is allowed in Disney. I think the rest of Buzzy's safe. We do have a suspect in this story. We have a sus... Well, we have a man who went to jail. The crime's been solved. Anyway... (laughs) Part of the crime has been solved, but we are still missing Buzzy. So the police searched the home. I searched the home. I'm the detective. I'm walking in to one Patrick Spikes's house. This is someone who goes by the name at Backdoor Disney Online. And Patrick Spikes was a former Disney employee who is infamous for putting on social media all the things he would steal from Disney. Basically, Patrick Spikes is confirmed to have been in possession of Buzzy's clothes and hands, but not the full Buzzy animatronic. They end up uncovering this phone call between him and NBA player Robin Lopez, who I guess played for the Milwaukee Bucks and is like a longtime Disney fan. 
During this call, Robin Lopez is talking about buying all of this off of eBay. It was public? Off of eBay. Oh my God. That is hilarious. So Spikes ends up going to prison because- Stole Buzzy's hot little fist. Is confirmed that he in fact was stealing and selling stuff from Disney. So there is an actual crime. But to me, it doesn't sound like Buzzy was ever stolen, the rest of Buzzy. Or at least there's no indication that the rest of Buzzy was ever stolen. So here is why I personally, my personal theory is that Buzzy was in fact stolen and is still missing. Okay, Buzzy sat over a decade, just rotting in the dark. But you're telling me that Disney, after all of this commotion online, I mean, after... The way that I heard about Buzzy was through one of my favorite YouTubers, Jenny Nicholson, who her video on Buzzy has gotten millions of views. It's so good. Oh, it's incredible. It's absolutely incredible. If all of these people are talking about Buzzy online, do you not think that Disney would be like, no, we have him. Like, he's fine. Like, we have him. Mystery solved. No, I don't. Because why would Disney want to draw attention to the fact that you can steal animatronics? from parts of their park. Like, why would they want to make it public and make, like, an official statement and make all this commotion about retaining part of an animatronic, part of which was stolen, and the person is now in prison? Like, that's so anti-Disney, the brand. I feel like it makes so much more sense for them to just brush it under the rug and take Buzzy's little handless and naked self, let him just, I don't know, disappear from the cultural mindset with some dignity. I also think, like, they don't even have to confirm where, but, like, they confirmed what parts of Buzzy were stolen. And I think people online have sort of filled in, assuming that the rest of Buzzy was taken. Yeah, but they never said that. That is true. And I guess how often do we really see animatronics when they're being removed? Maybe they're all cut down like that. Maybe there's always, like, a mess. There's always hydraulic fluid everywhere. Like, maybe it's always messy. Who knows? I think that guy came in, cut Buzzy down, stole his hands, Then Disney took Buzzy off the floor and Buzzy is now sitting somewhere where he cannot be stolen. It is really sad and it makes me wildly uncomfortable and I would like Buzzy to come home. I just want to know that my man is safe and the internet does too. Internet sleuths are all over Twitter with hashtags such as bring Buzzy back, all over Reddit. The internet is really trying to solve this. And I think that like you brought up a really valid point that they are probably filling in a lot of blanks. And that's honestly, I never, we've never really talked about Buzzy before because we always knew we wanted to do this episode. So we've always kept like our opinions to ourselves. Yes. And I truly think that like, I've never thought of it like that before, that Disney probably did not want to confirm or talk about the stealing of the hands of an animatronic. They probably just wanted to sweep it under the rug. (laughs) His hands were stolen, but the torso is fine. We got the head. The legs are a little scuffed, but they're looking good. You know, it's just so not Disney to like address something like that. We are solving the case together, you and I. Yes, yes, yes. Do we think that Patrick Spikes cut Buzzy down? Like, do you think that in this timeline, if we were to piece it together, do you think he took his hands and I, I'm basically also saying this, walking through the story in my head. Did he try to cut Buzzy down, realize, oh shit, my little man is 400 pounds. I simply cannot lift him and or shove him into a bag. Mm-hmm. And so he left them there. Disney realizes like, oh crap, they take him backstage and you know all that. Basically, do we think that Patrick Spikes is responsible for cutting Buzzy down? 
Maybe. I don't know much about, like, the scene. I am assuming, like, the carnage described was through footage or accounts of urban explorers themselves, I guess. So I don't really know. But I do think that Patrick is the only thief. And I do think Patrick only stole what is listed in the police report. So what theory do we believe the most? Is it that Disney has Buzzy? Is it that like some random urban explorer or disgruntled employee has Buzzy? Where do we think Buzzy is? I think that Disney has Buzzy. I haven't heard anything to make me believe that Disney doesn't have Buzzy or even that like the timeline to me doesn't make sense in the first place. But if somebody else did steal Buzzy, why has nobody ever found any evidence of any other parts of Buzzy anywhere on the internet, anywhere, if all these people are looking for it. I think it makes the most sense that Buzzy is probably still with Disney and what was reported is stolen, what came out on the internet and what was then recovered is the whole story. What do you think, Lo? I think Buzzy is in someone's basement. I I cannot, (laughs) I cannot pull myself away from it. I want to, I want to, because I think that you are, this is so rational. I really, in my logical mind, think you have to be right. (laughs) And yet, I just think this was an inside job and some employee stole him. We may end up seeing him again because if he is with Disney and they do end up refurbishing him, maybe tossing him in D23, like quietly not saying anything, they probably won't. But if they did, it's only been like three years since he was stolen. So that's not that long for him to have disappeared, I guess. And if he's in someone's basement, eventually they're going to move. Eventually something's going to happen. Buzzy will have to resurface. So I do think eventually we're going to figure it out. I think it has not been long enough in internet time yet for us to have figured it out. Mm -hmm. But I do think we'll get closure. That's what keeps me going. I love that. We really want to know what you guys think about this because I think that we are, for once, at very opposite ends of the scale where I believe so wholeheartedly that Buzzy was stolen and you believe so wholeheartedly that Disney has him. So we really want to know what you guys think. Let us know all over social media with hashtag gruesome twosome and we will definitely be following up with you guys and talking all things Buzzy napping. Thank you all so much for listening. We are your hosts, Loie and Eleanor, also known as the Gruesome Twosome, and we have loved diving into the world of internet urban legends with you. You can find all episodes of Internet Urban Legends for free exclusively on Spotify. Don't forget to follow the podcast so we can continue bringing you a new disturbing mystery each and every week. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Lowybug and at Snitchery and support our show by following at Parcast on Instagram and at Parcast Network on Twitter. Stay gruesome, friends. Internet Urban Legends is a Spotify original from Parcast. It is executive produced by Max Cutler from Parcast, slash management, and by Deanna Markoff, Avi Gandhi, Ed Simpson, Brent Montgomery from Wheelhouse DNA. Sound design by Ron Shapiro with associate sound design by Michael Motion. It is produced by Jonathan Ratliff, John Cohen, and Kristen Acevedo. It is associate produced by Lexi Kiven. Research provided by Emma Gladstone and Kyle Dearborn. And we're your hosts, Loie Lane and Eleanor Barnes, a.k.a. The Gruesome Twosome. (laughs) 